Welcome, everyone, to episode 64 of One Hour, One Decision, 1H1D. I am Chris. And I am Tom. And we take 60 minutes and play a random game on Xbox Game Pass and decide <sighs> sequels again. I don't even know what to say about it. How do we keep getting stuck in these? <laughs> no idea. But this episode, we're going to be talking about Dead Space 2 by Visceral Games. Rest in peace. They are not here anymore. <laughs> they were a <laughs> they were a subsidiary of our beloved EA games. I say that with as many air quotes as possible with beloved, you know, because EA is the enemy, supposedly. Well, they, they've been doing Star Wars pretty well, so. I mean, you mean, you're just, you're just talking about Jedi Fallen Order, aren't you? I, I'm, I'm talking about Battlefront 2 and also okay. Jedi Fallen okay. Order. Okay. And, right, and Star Wars Squadrons. Okay, that was pretty good too. All right, all right, fair enough. That was Motive, that was Respawn and Dice, I think, right? All three, so yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Anyway, let's get back on track here. So yes, Visceral Games was the one that created this. This game came, back, came out back in January of 2011. This is an old, this is an old timer. Yeah. Uh, I play this on the PC. This game on the PC was 9.4 gigabytes on the PC. Tom, you play this on the Xbox and this is ridiculous. What do we got here? 13.5 gigabytes? 13.5 gigabytes makes no damn sense. How? How? I don't know. Bigger, badder, bolder, uncut? I don't know. Something like that. They thought maybe on the Xbox, but clearly let's get into this game though. What kind of game is this? I, I put third person action and I wrote horror uh, because I thought it would be horror. Mm, same. I put third person sci-fi horror action game. We kind of just jumbled our words there pretty much. Yeah. So, you know. It's most fine. mostly in agreement, it looks like. Mostly in agreement. Yeah. I would say it's more sci-fi than horror, but that's yes. whatever. Yes. I Semantics. agree with you. In, in hindsight, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. But um, should we talk about that game loop? Yeah. Um, ours are, we have different things here. Uh, yeah. Attempt to survive an infested sci-fi setting while upgrading your character. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, I just put proceed through rooms, shooting, stomping, smacking, most things that come at you. Yes. Yes, you're right. <laughs> in a sci-fi setting, I guess you could say yeah. that. Do you do the things that Chris just mentioned so that yeah. you can attempt to survive in a infested sci-fi setting? <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and you do a lot of that. Yeah, quite a lot of that in this game. But you know, that's that's just what visceral visceral does. They like or to be visceral. Did did yeah. Past tense. Past tense. <laughs> Past tense. Sorry, sorry, visceral. Um, should we talk about what we liked? Yeah. Why don't you start here, Chris? Sure. Um, like the first game, which I didn't really play, I saw some people play this game. I just thought it was really cool that there's dismemberment. Like that's how you take out your baddies for the most part. I mean, you can you can like shoot them a couple times and they'll die. But like the best way to take them out is to you know because your your enemies types are like essentially. Hold on, can we talk about the 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 types of enemies that you deal with? Like. This is some creepy looking things. Like, I mean, it, it was, it's, it's 
un, unequivocally like it, it's a such an homage to like the thing and that style of yeah like alien or whatever you want to call it hmm. and it is like holy cow that is that's very disturbing looking stuff yeah it's definitely the thing of nightmares yeah Yes, it really is. Like uh, arms don't behave the way they should behave, and there are too many limbs, and and limbs are just grown out of something, which is yeah. you know insane. Uh, but but yeah, like you have to shoot shoot at all those things, or you can, so they become completely useless when they come at you, and then you you know you shoot in the head. But I wish there was more games that did this, though. You know, like that did dismemberment. Yeah. Um, this one game I keep, I, I tried to actually look to see if it was like I could play it some way, like on Steam or something called Die by the Sword. It was this old PC game. And like all it was, it was like kind of like an arena game or arena. And you, you were like this knight and you were just lopping people's limbs off. And, um, but it was fun. And like the only game, like I, you could say like Soldier of Fortune and stuff like that that did that kind of ridiculousness this is kind of close but like this is like in the scary mindset like the other ones were just more like you know in <laughs> as as weird dark humorish as you can be with lopping off limbs and stuff like that but anyway that was another tangent that we just did there but um i also love how the ui is built into this game oh my god um, yes so good like the fact that there's no there's no energy bar like health bars nothing like that like your health is on the back of your character um your ammo like you see it on the gun uh although did resident evil do that before that like because this game was definitely influenced by resident evil yeah four yeah and i think you're right about resident evil yeah so i mean but i mean it took i think it took it to another level oh yeah because it could because you know leon can't have like a indicator on his jacket i mean you i guess he could but then it'd just be like even weirder i would think yeah um, he, here it makes sense yeah because science yeah, fiction totally. yeah <laughs> yes as they beat that into your game into your um, eyes and ears and everything speaking of ears i i thought the audio mix in this was really good too you definitely got a sense of dread like like you know you like spatial awareness in terms of where the enemies are coming from and you know the, the the weapon sounds and like the the ripping and squelching and all that stuff like was just you know it 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 was all there it was all there Tom what about you what what about some stuff that you liked about this game uh, right from the get go uh, so I'm irritated as always that we're <laughs> forced to play the second game in a series right that, you know but there is a movie recap of uh, Dead Space One you know that's true that you can watch and kind of get up to speed. Uh, before you start playing this. So uh, thank you developers uh, for that. Yep. Um, and even if you skip that, which I did because I was nervous <laughs> that it was going to be, you know, a 40 minute recap. I, I don't know right. how long it actually is. Yep. Uh, the opening cinematic, I think really does a good job of setting the tone of the game mm -hmm. and, and getting like getting you right into the mood of what you're about to, to play through. Right. Um, and it does that thing that I, I really like where like the cinematics and the and the playable portions kind of blend together in a way where it's like, oh, I'm playing the game. I didn't realize I was playing the game right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they definitely, I, I, I appreciate that they did most of the cinematics in the in-game engine. That's cool. Because then you don't, yeah, you get that seamlessness. I also I will say, I didn't notice any loading screens. Like once you started the game. Oh, yeah. 
you know, I think maybe the loading scenes are like in between the the elevator. Yeah, they hid them really well. Yeah, but that's about it. I I think that's a that's a really good job that they did with that. So you know, good for them. Uh, I'm gonna do with that. I also liked um, that you kind of harvest the environment for your upgrades. So this character kind of starts with nothing, yeah. you know, because he's I don't know if he's a prisoner or a patient or maybe a little bit of both. And uh, so it's like he runs into equipment and he's like, oh, there's a piece of this that I can use and just, you know, rip, rip, rip and open a panel. And then he's taking a piece of it. And now that's part of his equipment. And like as you progress, you're like getting powers, but they're not like superpowers. They're like items that he's harvested from the environment and slapped onto his person. So he's basically Space MacGyver. Yeah. A little, little bit of Space MacGyver, a little bit of Space Batman, maybe. That's building fair. a utility built as he goes. Yeah. Um, you got to the store, right? I did. Which I was surprised about. Now, you tell me because when I got to the store uh-huh. and I saw all my equipment, everything looked like it was free. Uh, mine did was you not. Pay for I, I had to pay for the armor. It really? cost It cost money. But one of the things that I really did enjoy about this game is that you can loot like a, like a crazy person. And so yeah. I... It's not like I didn't have enough. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I had plenty of money by the time I got to the vending machine, so it wasn't an yeah, issue. I, I think when I first got to the vending machine, I had like ten thousand credits or something like that. I was just because I get the, the one way you, you you forgot to mention this, Tom. The way you you harvest is yes. by smashing, yes, <laughs> by smashing your enemies into a pulp. Yes, so and smashing boxes and smashing smash. anything and everything. Anything and everything. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, I agree with you. You mentioned this in your notes here by getting the suit for the first time was cool. Yeah. I was like, again, hey, like, now I look like the character on the cover. Right. And, and again, that what was kind of cool is as he's talking now, he's got like a, like a metallic tone to his voice now because he's talking through a metal suit. So it's kind of cool. Just little subtle things there that they did throughout the game was, was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, but I, I also, I will want to appreciate because, um, this game was not that scary and I'm, I'm here for that in that sense. I, I mean, I was kind of scared. I'm not going to lie there, you know, yeah. a couple of times I felt very helpless at the beginning of the game. And I know that was yeah. intentional. Like right. you really can't do anything but run away. Um, and so that's good. Right. And then yeah. as you get more stuff, you feel like empowered. And by the time I got the armor suit, I was like, yeah, I could fight anything now. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Did you play it on normal or ca- I played it on casual? I but. played it on normal. Okay. Well, it was tough. It was still pretty tough. Actually, oh, I, I died. I died a bunch. And even like in the first opening sequence, <laughs> really? I died like three or four times. I had to do it multiple times to get oh, through wow. it. Yeesh. Speaking of dying, yeah. What, did like? what didn't we like about this game? I died immediately, multiple <laughs> times. It's the first <laughs> thing on my list of dislikes. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. Uh, I also uh, don't like jump scares in the dark. At least it was in third person and not in first person, like Resident Evil. Yes, hundred percent. I think I think that is really why I thought this game wasn't as scary because the cameras pull back. I felt. Even though it was kind of restricted because it's it's still kind of over the shoulder, yeah. like you can't fully see your environment. But still, the fact that it's not, I'm not like with my eyes, just blinders or whatever it is, 
that that made a whole heck of a difference for me that it didn't feel as scary and i'm happy about that i'm I'm happy about that i know some people probably were like what the hell this isn't that scary whatever this game definitely felt more like an action game than a horror game or like i mean i definitely didn't to your point like in the beginning i felt helpless but like once i got my guns and stuff like that i was like yeah all right i could take them out it's not a big deal yeah, it, it transitions from being alien to mm-hmm. aliens. True. It was True. like right in that hour. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will also say, and things I don't like, I felt like the button combinations got a little confusing. Hmm. Like the first power that you got was the telekinesis thing, right? Yeah. And then that's how you like kill your first, and, and that which was cool, but then I kept forgetting to like, press a certain key sequence, which I think was like, left trigger, press the B button to start the kinesis. And then like you had to press the right trigger to shoot. So it was like, so like, so half the time, like when I didn't have my gun yet, and I was still using the telekinesis, I would just drop what I was using. And it'd be useless. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and then the other, the other time I'm like trying to aim at it. And the little reticle was like super tiny. So sometimes I couldn't even see what I was actually shooting at. So it was a challenge there. Um, I agree with you. The jump scares were kind of cheap, but like, I don't know. It, like then you, you just kind of expected them Yeah, like all the time. So I was like, eh, all right, but I don't know. I, and I also want to point out that the text logs were there and audio logs. I do appreciate that. I can like with the audio logs, hear them as I'm continuing to play the game. Not like I don't have to stop and listen to it, which is, you know, some, some games do it well. Some games don't, this one does it well in that sense, but, but yeah. Um, anything else you want to bring up that you put that you like, did not like, um, the, the game does look pretty dated. Uh, not a big surprise since it's, you know, from 2011. Yeah. Uh, and I also was not a big fan of the fact that I passed a lot of locked doors mm-hmm. and, and doors that made me go, uh, is this, I'm, I'm going to have to come back here, aren't I? <laughs> Like I, I got this feeling in my stomach, like I'm going to be doing a lot of backtracking later in the game, mm. and uh, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, the I like Metroidvania you know, thing. Yeah, I threw that in there. I, I also did put in my dislikes stomping corpses for loot because <laughs> it's it, it's gross. It is gross, <laughs> but you know, like at the same time, I mean, screw those monsters, right? Like. <laughs> Make sure they're extra dead and take extra whatever you dead. can from them. You know, yeah. it's like the zombie land double tap, but with your right. foot. <laughs> exactly. Um, cool. Anyone, anything else you want to bring up here? Thoughts for this game? Um, I do feel like the game didn't tell me uh, about some of the loot like areas. Mm. And so I think I definitely skipped some like loot areas early in the game because i didn't know i could open like lockers and things okay um and maybe the game would have been a little bit easier earlier in the game if i had that equipment uh, yeah. i'm i'm not sure yeah um i i definitely got the metroidvania vibes as like you said and like i think i mentioned in the beginning of the episode definitely reminded me of re4 yeah. Um, which this is definitely being inspired. This was inspired by. I played this game on the PC and I played it on EA Play. So it's unclear to me if the cloud saves, like if I play this on PC and then I go to Xbox, if it, mm-hmm. it would transfer over. I don't think so, to be honest. So it's probably going to be totally different saves, totally not going to work. But 
according to how long to beat, this game takes about nine hours to beat the main campaign and about 11 and a half with like a few extras, I believe. Not a completionist, but like 11, just like a couple of side missions or something like that with it. So not a very particularly long game. So yeah, all things I mean, considered. Yeah, because it's it. I guess it leans a little bit more shooter than exploration yeah. action game. Yeah. Did you get to that like first boss? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you can shoot its limbs and stuff like that off. Yeah. Just want to make sure about that. But speaking of shooting, let's shoot our final thoughts here. <laughs> shoot our mouths. Shoot our mouths with our final decision. Are we going to keep playing this game or we're going to kick it to the curb, stomp on its face? <laughs> um, I enjoyed this game more than Resident Evil 7. Hmm. Um, but as much as we talk about science, it being a science fiction action game, to me, it still feels pretty horror. Hmm. And like, I, I don't know, like just, just to be like scared and like running around in the dark for hours, like... <laughs> I know that's not like your bag, but it's not really my bag either. It's not something I'm going to do for enjoyment. So right. uh, I, I think I'm I'm going to pass on this. I think it had a lot of really compelling, cool elements. Um, mm-hmm. And I really love those elements when they appear in games like Uncharted and other games that I like. <laughs> other games. Not in, this game. other, in other games. Uh, right. But, uh, and, you know, you can see how it kind of paved the way for some of these other games that I probably, yeah. you know, really enjoyed. So, yeah. Yeah, I will say that this game um, took the RE4 formula and like ran with it and and did their own thing, added their own thing, which, you know, I, I, kudos to them with all the UI and stuff like that that they did. It was awesome. Um, but once again, this is a sequel to a game or genre that I'm not really into. Yeah. So I'm not going to make another... Uh, promise of playing another horror game because i still have to beat resident evil 7 i'm still doing that i i am going to complete that game but uh this game i'm going to pass so that's my thoughts but i appreciate i i appreciate playing the game but you know yeah i I think it was actually pretty fun to play honestly yeah yeah but uh there's not enough here for me yeah yeah well those are our thoughts let us know what you think of this game Follow us and say hello on Twitter at TC1H1D or shoot us an email at TC1H1D at Outlook.com. Check out our next streams on Twitch at twitch.tv slash 1H1D. And if you're watching this podcast on YouTube, send us a comment down below. Last The last episode I know I've said it's for children by accident, so you couldn't put a comment. <laughs> I have changed that. So uh, we promise to read them and we will respond. And as always, Tom, 1H1D is part of the QTB network. And if you like gaming podcasts, be sure to check out Quit the Build, a weekly gaming news podcast. Or to see the whole lineup, check out quitthebuild.com slash network. But there's something special this week, isn't there, Chris? There is. Um, the guys over there at QTB are launching this uh, pretty cool docu-series called QTB Legends. So they're going to be actually talking to someone, a former EA employee. <gasps> uh, How topical. Well, yeah, it is very topical. So you're going to be talking to them about uh, the late, I think he's like an EA employee from like the late 80s to like early 2000s. I'm not sure. They'll know because they did the interview with him. 
but it's a uh, it's really cool. He talks about uh, like all the stuff they work on. Uh, specifically, he worked on a lot of the NBA games with Michael Jordan and stuff like that. So he did the the, the Jordan versus Magic games back in back in the nineties. So it's pretty cool. So check them out. But in the meantime, Tom, we don't have a we don't have to click the surprise me button. No. And by the way, I just realized I've been saying spin the wheel. There's no wheel. There's no wheel. It's been it's just a button. Anyway, but we gotta find out what we're playing next. And this next episode, we're gonna be playing a game called Infernax. Um Nave from the Gaming Together podcast actually recommended this game to us. So we're gonna be talking about that on our next episode. So thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in, and we will catch you on the next one. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>